0: going down people what's happening what up though it's your homie cl we back live atl georgia right here on the rundown south podcast gotta know that we'd like to thank y'all for joining us however you join us we do appreciate it hopefully you came through from the rundown.com that's darundown.com subscribe on itunes stitch your radio google play wherever you want your podcast and i know it's been a few weeks since i did the pod so like everything's just looking real dry. I know it's a lot of podcasts out there. You probably could be listening to, but you need to have this one in rotation. Cause we bring it that real. So since it's been a minute, like it's so many things we could begin to talk about, but I guess the most important is the NBA finals. We got something I want to talk about personally, which is Michael oh. Vick's retirement. Oh, uh, and I don't know. But uh we're gonna get into it right now. Not gonna hold it. On the other line, I got none other than Keith Nelson Jr. from Digital Trends. Yo, what's up? Run down south. What's going on, CL? What's poppin', fam? You know. How's life? <coughs> you know Just feeling good right now. How you feeling, CL? I'm good. You know, people trying to like kinda get on me because i'm i'm look look man because we're gonna talk about the finals first we just i'm just lay it out there but i feel like it's very important to lay out if you didn't listen to a previous podcast or you don't know me personally exactly how i experienced it and you know same for you so
1: if you didn't know sorry oh you you still watching that shit no, no, no. My, it just turned up by
0: mistake. Sorry about that. <laughs> <laughs> I, I cut I exited out right now. Exited out. Exited We're out. gonna get back to the Kevin Durant LeBron uh I I can't even call a it a shouting match. Is it a <gasps> is it a skirmish? I don't know. A kerfuffle? Like what do you call that when it's just one person yelling and the other person laughing? <laughs>
1: I think it just... I think it called a, a scurfuffle, You know, it's a, a, it's a flabbergasting moment. <laughs> he just combined flabbergasting the moment. <laughs> but, as you were saying, before really interrupted, sorry about no, that. No, you
0: good. <laughs> but, uh... The thing about it is, you know, people's trying to get on my case because I'm a LeBron supporter. And... Like, look. I don't know what's wrong with people when they don't like greatness. I feel that there's something that you feel insecure about yourself inside when you just can't appreciate somebody else who doing it at the highest level. Like you should be able to appreciate that. You should. Uh huh. But that's just me. So that's why I'm just like, well, say what you want. The only way you could be, the best player on the planet is to basically make the best team ever. Mm, because good point. I Shit. mean, <clears throat> we talk about who Jordan went against in the finals and all this, you know, the culture of the league and people wouldn't do that, this, that, and the other, but you could, I mean, it almost happened. Like Charles Barkley tried it at the end of his career. But imagine if Charles Barkley would have decided to join Houston earlier in his career and try to take down Michael Jordan.
1: Very true. Very true.
0: Nobody even thought about doing that. Well, if I want to win a championship and every time we go to the championship, we go see Michael Jordan and Michael Jordan beat our ass. What else you supposed to do? I think we was looking at LeBron going forward as he might be winning the chip every other year, if not every year. If he retools. And I think that's why Kevin Durant had to be there. He was the answer that cracked LeBron. Yeah. And I feel like
1: we talked about this earlier, too, um, that whenever you talk about LeBron, James, and you criticize him in any sense, he has reached a level of sustained greatness that you have to preface or at least include in any criticism, he's the best player in the world. Because he he deserves that. He's reached a level of Jordan-esque greatness where you don't criticize him. You just observe him. And and when you observe somebody, you see things that are faulty. His game by itself is amazing. He's a a great player. But like you were saying, some people don't want to accept the fact that you can be a great player. This idea of the greatest player and your legacy has never in the history of basketball been only because of your skill level. Ever. Mm-hmm. In, any, actually in any sport, there is no professional sport where the greatest player of all time is one of the most losingest players in the highest championship game of that sport. I can't name a sport. Gretzky, hockey, Brady, football. Like, you can name a bunch of guys in baseball, but, yeah. like, how many of them – Like, and there's always circumstances for everybody. You can't just be saying, oh, well, he didn't have this, or, oh, well, he didn't face that. It's like – but that's true for everybody. It just so happens. And then the thing that makes LeBron great is when he overcomes those things, like when he overcame the Spurs and won that game and won that series in seven. He wasn't supposed mm-hmm. to win that series. The Spurs were supposed to win that series against against the Heat. LeBron was supposed to be 1-3 by the time that series was over. And he said, nah, not doing that. I'm great enough to will this team. Oh seven 7 Cavs against the fucking Pistons. Willed that team. So you got to judge him on ball. a scale.
0: The thing about LeBron is he always, he always ball. Y'all try to I say.
1: He's always going to ball.
0: I'm not trying to say y'all, but people out there with the that wanna run with the narrative that he's not clutch or he can't come through in the big moment. I'm like, what what the fuck is forty one thirteen and eight? I
1: wait. I will say this, there is credence to that. He might be he's clutch. However, he is too deferential for his own good. Like, the Calcor pass game four. That was a smart basketball play.
0: Absolutely.
1: Uh, absolutely. The smart basketball play on in a vacuum of if we're reading a book and we're saying this is what happened between XO and XX, whatever. Uh-uh. But if we're talking about the flow of the game, how they're defending them, how Kyle Corbin has, has been shooting, how the whole Cavs have been kind of off and on a little bit with a three-pointer. It wasn't like raining down terror that game. And also... What you mean to that team? This is this not X's and O's. This is like real life. And what did he do? He passed the ball. He was getting outscored in the first three NBA Finals fourth quarters. He's getting outscored thirty-one to eleven by Kevin Durant. There's no reason why you're averaging four points in the fourth quarter, any of any finals game. This this should never be a sub ten-point fourth quarter if you want to beat the Warriors ever. What do you think is going to happen? I know two of them would blow out, so he probably like let the gas off, then watch them. Then why did yeah. play?
0: But that that's the thing about it is like why look, play if you gonna like. But the thing arrested? is, is like you, I feel what you're saying, but I have to go back and look to see what happened because when you saying that he's not scoring that much in the fourth quarter, well, the, is it? Because one, he's wore out. Two, is it because he's uh, just like getting people open because that's what the defense keeps giving them like what, what is the actual reads on these plays because I trust LeBron decision making and if they were running double teams or if they were hedging hard and he kept finding somebody open and they was running stuff off the weak side because that's, <clears throat> that's, that's what was like basically what the Warriors were doing because I give the the Warriors, the utmost respect on defense that they can do enough to make LeBron's job hard. The thing is, you just can't stop LeBron. Mm -hmm. You just have to make it as hard as possible. And when it's just him playing ISO and Kyrie playing ISO, there's not a whole lot of ball movement. It's, it's getting slowed down. Meanwhile, the Warriors are just running it right back. So, That's what I, I, I saw a lot uh, I guess like Well but I not see yeah. much in game 5 But like in the first couple games
1: Yeah but CL yeah, Like I, I get like And I don't want to spend too much time on it There's a lot of things about the MMA family we got to talk about But yeah. at the same time At what point do you go Fuck what they're giving me This is what I'm going to give them You know what I mean like how many times are the Warriors going to, like, show you something and then take it away the minute you pass it? How many times are the the is going to be like, oh, he's open? Then he's not. How many times are you going to think this is a smart basketball play and then be like, fuck it, I can't do it? Well, so LeBron, you, see, game uh, five, he was, yes. He,
0: LeBron, like, he was, LeBron is that 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 basketball computer. Like when he's on the floor, it's like everything is instinct.
1: Yeah. but then like it's it's the same thing with the whole Russell Westbrook how can the, how can the thunder be so bad when Westbrook is averaging a triple double because that triple double comes in the first three quarters that fourth quarter happens and it's like they're tired like you said he's tired now that's not now I'm not trying to say it's LeBron's fault but at the same time we can't give him props for being durable and then give him excuses when he, when he gets tired it's like it's like if, if you show this consistent level of durability, I'm going to judge you on that scale. However, I'm not going to say you're fucked up for not having that same durability. But I am going to say, hey, guess what? You being tired is kind of like what's up. But that's what's a, but, up? are you pacing yourself smart enough? Are you are you? They, are you he's uh, not
0: able to, bro. bro. He's playing the whole game. He's playing 46 minutes. You got like pace Kevin, yourself. like Kevin Durant's playing like 38. Taking a nap. He's he's (laughs) cooling it, bro. LeBron out there for forty six to forty eight minutes, and he guarding KD on the other side, and bringing the ball up the floor. Bro, LeBron is spent by the fourth.
1: And I'm glad you say that, and I hope that I can transition to this one point. Now that you say that, with everybody knowing this, why the fuck did anybody pick Calves and five? who the fuck said that so many oh you want to know who nick Wright, colin cowherd was like why is nobody considering this i could show you tweets of people smart people saying calves and fives calves nah, and five Sp- i would have said fans.
0: calves and seven
1: Ex- that's and what when you i call we said that i was like you know what that makes sense yeah i'm mean, the last podcast you gave, a, you gave an amazing explanation as to why the Cavs could win in seven and what pieces got work, to work out. And it almost happened, actually. Clay Thompson wasn't showing Klay thompson Um Iggy was off and on until, like, about game three, game four. Yeah. So a lot of it was kind of showing through. But then this people, and I feel like this this NBA Finals, for either, either for the reason of LeBron has showed us that he has infinite ceiling or the fact that people were that emotionally hurt. Or pissed at Kevin Durant for going to Warriors. This was probably the most emotionally decided NBA Finals from an NBA critic standpoint. There was no, there is no logical reasoning to say Cavs and anything less than seven. No.
0: There was none.
1: The Warriors. I'm just gonna say this real quick. This is my, this is my diatribe real quick because I feel like people just aren't. People understand it, but a lot of people are just saying it's, it's just hate or whatever. The Warriors lost when the finals started. Fuck that when the finals started. By game three, the Warriors had lost one game in two and a half months. One game. And people yeah. were saying that That's And people were saying that the Cavs were going to beat them five games, four times, in a week and a half, and the world's was going to win one game. And then, oh, but wait a minute. Last year's team was 7 three, eight, 9 and the Cavs came back from 3-1. That mean shit, bro. Do you, the, know what last, was so do you know what last year's team unrelated. was after, after their 12th game? Probably in, in the first game of the Western Conference Finals. Do you know what this team was after their 12th game in, in the, the NBA finals. finals? Yeah. Like, like, it didn't make sense why people were still saying after that, after going twelve and zero in the Western Conference fight, Oh, Kawhi got hurt. Oh, the Blazers aren't that good. The Jazz aren't even that good. You're saying all of that? Not true, mm-hmm. CEO. People are saying all of this. I, I know. It's choosing Cavs and five for what? Every explanation. Go through YouTube. Find people who said well, not, that. And I'm, I'm guaranteeing you, giving
0: that. It, any type of credence because if anybody thought that it's like you it, it's, it's it's basically ridiculous you not saying you saying that I don't watch basketball that much that's that's what you really confessing if that's you said Cavs and Five then that means you either really like LeBron and the Cavs or you just don't watch basketball that much because I you can see it day. if you if you a fan and you say that you a Cavs fan? You got Cavs stuff on your wall. You got a Cavs bumper sticker. You got yeah. a Lebron jersey from the first time, and Lebron jersey that you burned, and then another Lebron jersey that you picked up when you came back. I can understand you saying Cavs in five because you just it's in your heart, and and there's nothing wrong with that, you know, because you believe that in your heart. But if you you nonpartisan and you picking the Cavs in five, like dog you. Dog,
1: what? Like, what? You on something else. You, and, and we can, like, go on. And this, this should, and I don't want to focus too much on the people who picked the finals, because this final was an amazing finals, no matter, like, from a nonpartisan standpoint, I felt like this was an amazing finals to watch in terms of just watching greatness. Like you said, why do people not like greatness? I love watching greatness. I love seeing Steph Curry get open backdoor layups all game five, fourth quarter. Because Kevin Durant is at the top of the key, I love seeing that. It's like I love seeing Steph Curry get redemption on that last Kyrie three from Game Seven by banging the last shot in his grill from like not the same spot, but a similar spot on the court to ice the game, fourteen point lead. Like I like seeing that shit. I love seeing LeBron James average a triple fucking double. Like the Warriors, oh the Warriors! If anything else, bring out the best in LeBron James better than any other team, and before I get too deep into the finals, I have to ask you one question, CL. One question and one question only. Not only, but right now, this is the big question that I don't feel like a lot of people are talking about. One. All right. So, so, CL, I know we're going to talk more about the finals, but we got to address one thing that I feel like a lot of people have been tiptoeing around to maybe spare his feelings. He's a grown man. We go talk about it. On a scale of I, you cool with me to get this motherfucker out of off my team now? <laughs> Where is Kevin Love at in LeBron James's life? Uh, I think he's like he he's
0: halfway out the door. You know, he's LeBron is looking at him like, dude, you ain't really offering me a whole lot in these finals. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, what are you really worth? Who is going to pay premium price and give us another all-star for you? And that's why I think we have to take real serious consideration at what you might be able to get for Kyrie Irving. Mm. He might be the more valuable piece. And I've had this conversation with a few people and we've always come to a conclusion that Kyrie is just too valuable within his skill set because there are like facsimiles of Kyrie Irving. You know, you could say like a Jamal Crawford, for example, when he's like 40, you know, and you know, you have a, uh, you know, Damian Lillard's and CJ miles and, you know, all these like smallest point guards who are very good with the ball. But Kyrie Irving is on another fucking level. So that's why I do always have to come back to Mister Love, and be very frank and say we'll just take seventy-five cents on the dollar if we can get two mm-hmm. good pieces for this dude. Because I I think what the the maneuver is to bring in a free agent and trade Kevin Love for two smaller pieces. It's got to be like a two for one because if you try to go star for star, you're not going to get the right level guy. But I think because basically right now the Cavs, you have to be honest with yourself. The Cavs can beat 28 teams in the NBA. It's only one that they can't really get past. So are you going to just basically destroy your team to just try to beat the one or are you going to just, you know, tweak some things and figure out a strategy and build your team around a strategy to beat that team? Like what what are you gonna do?
1: Uh damn, CL, you be see that's the thing I love that's the thing about you, CL. I be thinking, ah, I'm ready to say my shit. And you be saying shit like, are you gonna blow your whole team up to beat one team? Damn. A good point. I mean, it, I,
0: it's the only team that, that you really have to beat, but it's just I. like it's like, man, you really just going to just throw it out. Can, can you not come up with anything else?
1: But here's the thing. Here's the thing. This team, multiple reasons why this team costs too much to keep losing, and losing ha- is 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 relative. But it caught weight. But it costs too much
0: on the low end because I I. You know, you got Tristan Thompson making good money, J.R. Smith making good money, yeah. and my Shepard making good money,
1: you know, all the way down the list. The, they, ca- Yo, the Cavs, and this is only last year, and I, I'm looking at the numbers for next year, but the Cavs last year had to pay $54 million in luxury tax. The, the Golden State Warriors paid $14.8 million in luxury tax. This team costs way too much, to keep losing, like like, and you got a ring. Mm-hmm. That how did you get that ring? It mm-hmm. wasn't some like, oh, you definitely was a better team. It was some like, you did something that was so miraculous and depended on. Let's make this clear. I will say this to my grave: the only reason, the single reason, the Cavaliers won three straight games against a seven three and nine team is because. Their starting small forward made five combined shots in the last three games. That is the single reason that happened. There is no other reason. There is no other, oh, Draymond got hurt. Doesn't matter. The Cavs play better. Didn't matter. Their starting small forward made five shots in three games. That's why they lost three straight straight games. Their starting small forward now is Kevin Durant, and they lost one game in the playoffs. It's, it's sometimes it's one plus yeah. one equals two. Sometimes basketball is that simple where it's like, oh, there's nothing else to think about. So that's why I'm saying you gotta get Kevin Love is right now at Yo, I'm not gonna tell you to your face, you're out, but you're out. Like LeBron's not gonna say it. Like he's not he has he didn't play bad enough where you're like LeBron's gonna go in the media like yo, this thing he gotta go. But he's definitely played bad enough where LeBron's not going to be openly endorsing him. Like the whole, remember the whole dead black thing? We knew he was going to get kicked out. And LeBron was like, I mean, right now he's a coach. So, (laughs) you know, as coach, basically saying, you my my nigga now, but when they fire you, I never heard of you. That's going to be Kevin Love. In 12, and I know there's many stats, there's many advanced stats, there's defensive stats and stuff like that. When you when you have LeBron James, your only job or your only your main job is to take care of one stat. Kevin Love in twelve NBA in twelve healthy NBA Finals games over the last two years is averaging twelve points, nine rebounds, and a whopping one assist. That's twelve games. For I think twenty plus million dollars a year, twenty seven million dollars a year, I think around that twenty one twenty seven. You are paying that much to get to get bench level production. You're oh, getting you're getting E, you're getting e McCall numbers. So, all right, Th- like, this is
0: the thing about he got to go. He costs too much. But, but here, here's here's the thing about it. Does that only happen if they play the Warriors? Does it look yeah. the same if it if they play the Spurs? That's Does deep. it look the same if they play the Houston
1: Rockets? Yes. The Kevin Love cannot defend against a team that has more than two guys who can make their own shot. When Kevin I mean Kevin I, Love, I'm not
0: trying to stick up for his defense. Don't don't
1: do but that but that works towards his offense. Kevin Love is not a I'm not I'm not gonna talk, I'm not gonna be I'm not gonna skip Bayless this shit and be like, oh, I know what's in this man's body. But Kevin Love doesn't strike me as a a uh, uh, prototypical super athlete. Mm-hmm. He didn't strike me as this type of dude We like, oh, he's in the gym and he's cut and he's like a specimen. He's striking me as a great okay. back player who maximized his skill set in a bad team and got his money and now I he's mean, showing yeah. you that I'm good. No, I'm good. I'm nowhere near as good as you thought I was. Like, don't... No, no, I, I'm yeah. not... no
0: I, I, I will give you that because his reputation coming in was he was a monster on the boards with these like 33 30 rebound boards. games and you know going like 30 30 basically like every he other fucking night him. in Minnesota and you really thought he was doing something but the here's the thing about the whole situation because and I want to kind of transition right here is is LeBron going to try to mutate this entire roster to try to beat Golden State right now if he's not even thinking about being there in 2 years. Ooh. Ooh. Because there have been lots of rumblings about LeBron and the way he signed his contract in the first place. Because he didn't do a 5-year deal. Nope. He definitely could have did one, but You know, at first it was all about being able to re-up every time the cap went up, which I thought was very, very smart. So we knew that was a formality. But going forward, what's keeping LeBron in Cleveland if he feels that he won't be able to get it done because of the situation that it's in? And it is partly his doing, you know, getting his guy signed. I mean, we don't talk about it that much, but J.R. Smith... Is signed to LeBron's agency. Tristan okay. Thompson is signed to LeBron's agency. Draymond Green,
1: I think, is represented. Draymond
0: Green is not represented by that. Oh, he's not. He's not. But he's like he's in the family. Let's just put oh, it like gorgeous. because he yeah. he's a Nike endorser. He's a Beast by Dre endorser. And um, uninterrupted. And right, so he's in the family. That, that's how he gets into the uninterrupted. He's already. In the Nike slash Beats slash Apple, you know all of that. He's in there, and plus he he's like a a gateway right into Oakland in the Silicon Valley for LeBron and the uninterrupted brand. I, I've looked at I'm gonna do a little piece on it. I'm, I'm not a writer like that, but I'm a there's a little some some synergy that we have be, because Draymond. And LeBron being on the uninterrupted, but it's it's a little bit about Draymond being from Saginaw, Midwest. It's there's a very strong connection, and yeah. as far as their it's, upbringing, yeah, it's for the video, right? Yes. It, it, it
1: was like that was a weird parent. I was like, I know you guys were, were friends like that. No, it's it's hey, not be?
0: a weird parent if you. I really have to get my thoughts together so people can under- what? understand what that? what that is. But that there is a very strong bond that I think LeBron and Draymond have, and I think they're going to be, you know, but, cool for a long time. But you think LeBron's going to leave? LeBron is considering. I, I've heard Jalen Rose uh, reference that he might be going to the Lakers to, oh. uh, you know, basically team up with Magic. Alright, whoever, and basically bring in Paul George. So he's, he's gonna wait, see if the Lonzo ball thing turns into something. If they got, you know, a bunch of young guys on the bench, Nance, uh, D'Angelo Russell, and you would have like a young nucleus of good players. Add LeBron, and you look like a title contender.
1: Okay. I, I that, it, it, I like that. I I did not think about that at all. I'm I'm, I'm going to be I'm going to be straight honest with you. This is how unlikely I think it was. I didn't even consider this as a possibility before the finals started, and I thought about almost every scenario. If the If the Cavs lose, I didn't even think in my wildest dreams LeBron would do that to the Cleveland a second time. Like it's
0: not even about. It's not about Cleveland. Wait.
1: wait. Here's what I'm trying to say. It is about Cleveland. Because, look, here's the thing about, here's the thing about it. LeBron is set for life
0: mm-hmm.
1: to own a city in a sense of this man, I forgot the exact number, but he brought hundreds of millions of dollars of economic activity to this city and then brought them a ring. Before he brought them a ring, he brought them hundreds of millions of dollars of economic activity. That's why he's that right. a And then brought them a ring. Three straight finals. They've had what? They've had at least what? Fucking five, seven, six, six, seven NBA finals games in Cleveland. That economy is booming. It is. And and he's made too much of of his his, his marketing identity. And I don't want to keep talking about marketing because I know about the game. But his marketing identity has been too tied to do this for the land, bring back the land. I'm doing it for the land. I'm trying to end my career in Cleveland. And the main reason why I think he's not going to join any other team ever again is because of what he said recently about the super team idea. Where he said, out his mouth, this man. I love, I love LeBron James' game. He's the smartest play, any player I've ever seen play. But he is a child sometimes. He said, he said, I have never played on a super team. LeBron LeBron James was so hurt that he got this manhandled by a trend that he either you might not say he started it, but profited it the most of the last five years from. He made it
0: the most popular. It's just like like Beyonce. You know, she might not make up
1: the dance, but she will make it popular. Not even the most popular, not even just that, he profited the most. He got three rings because he made super teams. What other player in the last, I don't know, ten years has gotten three rings for making a super team. I mean, LeBron has profited from this concept of a super team. He game the system. It worked once. I'ma do it again. Fuck Andrew Wiggins. Yeah. Let me get Kevin Love. I'm not trying to build a team. I'm trying to build a super team. This is the same man But who see said that but, but that's the key word. The e, that's that's the key word. That's how it was the whole in the I'm not gonna, first three games, 31-11, fourth quarter points. Kevin Durant owned LeBron James on offense. Owned him.
0: It, it was really nothing that he could do. dude. The dude is absolutely a monster. He's going to get his. Uh, the thing about it, LeBron is the most valuable player in every situation. And you basically could give him every MVP trophy, every – any award that you can think of at any time. So that's the only argument that I have for LeBron getting it. But as far as based on the performance and what mm-hmm. brought, like who, what, who brought what to the team, you have to give it to Kevin Durant. I can't even really argue with it. The dude was putting up 30 every game, uh, you know, damn there had a triple double a couple times. I, it was, it was, it was a, it was a finals performance to remember. And I don't know about a lot of other people who want like you said, put the asterisk on the win. You can't do that.
1: Yeah, man. And
0: if it's for the simple fact that he wasn't a guy who just wrote the coattails, he didn't come up small. He was the most valuable person on the winning team. So shouts out to Kevin Durant. Go to State shout Warriors, Y'all did y'all thing. Shout out Draymond Green, straight from Saginaw, Michigan. Sag nasty all day. Uh
1: shout out Matt. I know you fucking my wife, but I got a ring now, Barnes. Shout ex-wife. Shout out to Matt Barnes right now. Shout, shout out, out
0: Came back to the Warriors. Take what was his.
1: Yeah, you know. baby. Shout well, out to I've written parts for so you you I'm, about? I'm looking at this Atlanta. Michael Vick thing real quick
0: okay so uh, i'm gonna just do a little bit of this and then because i I do have to get going i'm finna go feed these babies in a minute Uh, uh, all right so real quick i just want to get like shove this in there and i might go a little bit more in depth with easy because easy is a falcons fan so it's a little bit more personal shout out easy So whenever I do get him on the podcast, we're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about the freeze and some other local stories that's going on right here in the Uh, eight. But Michael Vick is retiring and they're throwing him a special ceremony for him to retire as a Falcon. But they're also going to have a retirement ceremony for Roddy White like a joint ceremony
1: Mm.
0: it's funny because it's the same it's the same move that they did at the end of the season at the last game in the Georgia Dome in the regular season when they brought out Michael Vick and they had him on the Ford truck and they had him up there with none other than Roddy White and Bomani Jones mentioned it on, on a Friday show uh, but I was already about to say it on the podcast Hold on the West. Was it Friday show? No, it wasn't Friday. What's today? Tuesday. So yeah, so that was Monday. Getting all the man days are running together. My my weekend <laughs> like I had my birthday on Friday, and then my son had a little party on Saturday, and then like, I just I don't know what day was day. What day was what day? I don't know. But anyway, when I when I heard Bomani break it down, it reminded me of a couple things. For one, they still not letting this dog fighting shit go Mm -hmm. and say what you want. There are there are a lot of things that are a lot worse than dog fighting that people are doing that are in the NFL right now, and were in the NFL previously. But you people like to get all high and mighty about it. So, I just wanna shout out to the Falcons, and they know nuts having ass. Like, straight up. The Falcons out here running, they don't have no nuts, they are (laughs) they are running out here so scared that they cannot honor their greatest player in his proper perspective like for one here's one thing that you don't think about Roddy White and Michael Vick played together for one season oh wow yeah There's absolutely no connection to Michael Vick's greatness (laughs) and Roddy White's greatness. Yet they're having a joint retirement ceremony. That doesn't make any sense at all. Roddy White isn't nowhere near on the level of Michael Vick when it comes to Falcons history. Roddy White had a great run with Matt Ryan. There's no reason for that. And I feel like if the Falcons really want to honor him. They need to give him his fucking moment. Michael Vick is the greatest Falcon of all time. Straight up, no questions. I mean, you could talk about Deion, but Deion was more like the yeah. greatest football player who ever yeah. played on the Falcons. He wasn't He's a not. Falcon for life. The thing about Michael Vick... Was video game. Yes, Michael Vick transcended everything in football he was in the ti video <laughs> brother band man
1: with the with the with the with the hat with the hat leaned to the side like yes. good old ti
0: <laughs> yes like he was a part of the culture down here Daddy. hold on what's up Daddy. what Daddy, on on okay i'm gonna come help you in a minute I'm going to come help you in a minute. Just wait a minute. All right, before I was really interrupted. uh, But yes, Michael Vick deserves to have his jersey retired, retire as a Falcon, and get all his own shine. And I feel like this is the still that... I will not want to call it racist. That's, but that, that system, it's like, it's just system, systemic racism though, because I mean, you can even conflate it all the way back to Colin Kaepernick for one. How many black backup quarterbacks are there in the NFL? Mm-hmm. It's like one. And that's Jacoby Brissett. That's, that's a whole nother story. I don't, Bill Belichick do some weird things, so it's something about that dude. I I want to know his story, but um, these dudes don't. We don't get to be backup quarterbacks like that. Michael Vick had a little stint as a backup, um, in a few places, but it was because he was brand brand name. So he was on the Jets. Then after he left the Jets, that's when he you know he went to the Steelers. But my thing is why are these teams so worried about fending, offending white people or, like, these PETA because of something that a certain player did? You know, they didn't really have, like, we talk about, like, you heard about what the dude from the New York Giants said about Kaepernick, right?
1: What he said? Who? Uh,
0: Mara, the owner. That's saying that. he never got so many emails about um, somebody like Colin Kaepernick and he said he could never sign Colin Kaepernick bro you gotta go read that it's 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 like some of the worst things that I ever heard like you could have possibly said but it it lets me know where your head is at because you the same dude that signed a kicker that beat his wife ass so it's, it's it's not like the NFL is completely comfortable. They feel like their fan base is not that comfortable accepting Michael Vick and having some sins of the past because of course he's black. It's not solely because he's black, but it is that, well, that's the black dude that was fighting the dogs. And that might be offensive to some of our white constituents. They might not vibe with that. We don't want to protest, but y'all deal with all these other people and all these other factors all the time and y'all have no conscience to it you know we could talk about you know Lawrence Taylor the fucking greatest player in New York football Giants history Mm -hmm. this dude has all type of cocaine prostitutes scandals all over the place bro he is I bet you right now in Giants Stadium he's everywhere like, they have shit about him all over the place. I don't doubt it mm. at all. You got to take your people with your warts, man. That was your man. He he do, he made the Falcons into something.
1: You owe well, that man well, that I, shit. I, um, and I love that you went this deep into it because as a Brooklyn boy, I only saw this from, like, one side of it, the, the spectator side. I can only imagine what Michael Vick meant to the city of, of Atlanta or the state of Georgia. Because Michael Vick was the first player, even more so, I would say, to Michael Jordan, that felt like a video game cheat code. Yeah. like he, he you, felt, remember that, and, you remember that Madden? When he niggas would be he running, running like that shit? It, with that Madden when you just ran back and just stopped and just threw it up. And no matter where you went, it was a touchdown because the whole defense fouled with him. Because he was so fucking fast, but they couldn't catch up. Like, he was and it it's beyond his video games the first- quarterback to to have a thousand yards rushing like 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 this dude redefined what a quarterback is and and you're completely right to put him together with Roddy White just because they so happen to be retiring at the same time and you and you you want to save money on event space or whatever is like. It is disrespectful to the level where it's so you disrespectful. You, you it's so disrespectful. It's almost as if it means two things. It means to me, I see this as the two things. One, you devalue what he did for you guys because you've had m- more playoff success since him. I feel like the ownership is like if Michael Vick and them getting to the NFC title game was the highest they did since him, they might be like, yeah, they might, they might. That's just one that they might be like, oh, yeah, you get whatever you want. But the fact that not only have they been to the Super Bowl, but they have contended for one, I think, two out of the last five years. And they've had Matt Ryan, who statistically has been a better passer, the Michael, Michael Vick. They, 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 they've they done enough things where it's like, okay, he was great for that era, but we're in a more successful era. He was what? our – like, Kind of like the um the old warriors when it was like yeah, yeah Tim, Tim Harden was a warrior but he was a he was a warrior but we, we was we was bad kind of.
0: But see the so thing fun. about the thing about Vic was he made Atlanta that, care about why, the
1: Falcons. They didn't give why, a shit about them. That's why it's so fucked up because not only did he make Atlanta, he made the world. He was the Allen Iverson of, and I'm sorry I make so many basketball references, but I like, if the parallels are crazy, he, I was, mean, the straight out the DMV? he was the Allen Iverson. He was a dude who who the fuck cared about the Sixers before Allen Iverson? Dude who came about Dr. J. Well oh,
0: that's a bad I'm about to say, yeah, you had a Dr. J it. run. But who that was a, that was a long ass time ago.
1: And who really cared about the Falcons besides those two years when they were contending for NFL for Super Bowls? right and michael vick made them that no matter you contended for a sub or not which they never i think they did once they were like close there was no
0: NFC championship game versus uh philadelphia he, that yeah, year yeah, uh, yeah. That, was good.
1: that was a great game too against, against, uh, T.O. that, was a, that was a great black game by the way yeah um uh, but who else michael vick gave you things that you, you could be bad and he still filled the seats that right there is more is – more if Matt Ryan sucked, he ain't filling no seats. If that team sucked with Matt Ryan on it, ain't no seats being filled because you're not standing there. You don't want to watch – as great Matt Ryan is, people who don't watch football isn't going to want to tune into a Falcons game to see a great 60-yard pass on the fucking money. They want to see a dude who should be running crossing seven dudes and then getting a 40-yard t- – that touchdown run he did against the fucking Vikings – is the greatest quarterback run of all time, and it it's is. not even close. It's that this not, not, not even one close?
0: There is none to even be mentioned in the category.
1: It's, that should that shouldn't have never happened. Like, and the Vikings was amazing that year too. Like, let's not let's not sleep on them too. So, I, I, I'm a hundred percent with you, and is and and on to the point of the dog the dog shit. That's an American thing, bro.
0: It's, it is. And like, and I'm I'm keep with you.
1: I'm, and look. it's not to it's not devalue the, the black. It's, being black just makes it worse. Like, it would have been bad no matter what. But I feel like, and you've probably heard it yourself a bunch of times, people value the lives of a dog more than the life of a black man. And I'm not trying to say that to assuage Michael Vick supporters or to say that he was justified in what he did. What he did was demented what he did was horrible he killed dogs who didn't like play who didn't like perform good enough he drowned them he admitted to a lot of things that if you read on paper you're like yo you might be a psychopath which Mm. i can understand to that level to that level i can understand why you want to distance yourself from him but my thing is this once you open that door to him his legacy means so much to that team that doing anything less shows a hidden agenda like it either you don't praise him at all or you give him his just due there is no in-between with michael big because because he was so great and what he did was so polarizing the bad thing he did it was so polarizing you have to take a, a side either you think it was oh not okay but you think it wasn't so bad that you can never forgive him or you never forgive him. There, right. is no there is no in-between. There is no like, oh, I don't really forgive him, but let's give him a little bit. Nah. Either you forgive him or you don't. And you think that what he did wasn't so bad that you can never forgive him or you never forgive him because he's too great to get a shared retirement with a dude who, in all respects, if you said Roddy White's name to a regular person, they'd be like, what are you talking about? Who's that? Mike, you say Michael Vick. One of the first things they're gonna say is dogs, Falcons. You are you are forever linked to a player. He, he could walk in a grocery store, and you are associated with Michael it's Vick. Michael Vick that from is,
0: the Falcons.
1: That's a, yeah. That's, that's 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 sort of marketing you can't pay for. That's a, that's the reason why LeBron's getting that billion dollar lifetime deal from Nike because they you know they want it so that whenever LeBron goes wherever the fuck he goes you see Nike you think about Nike that's what Michael Vick gave to the Falcons and he will always get it to them and it's disrespectful that they would do this to him when I guarantee you the the, the day Matt Ryan retires he's getting a parade he's getting a a a banquet and he's getting a whole week of (laughs) a 30 for 30 he's gonna get so much shit because he was the great white hype who came through and lived up to it his first pass with a touchdown. He led them to the Super Bowl. He almost. They're going to forget the 28 and 3. They're going to forget that.
0: Nah, they ain't going to forget that shit. They're
1: going to forget that. I mean, if he went the ring. He got he, he to win a ring, but. Bro, the Patriots got 283 diamonds in their fucking ring, bro. <laughs> that was so. No, but that was so nerdy. That was so. That was like so, like, whack. Like, people think that that's like bragging. Bro, that's whack. Oh. That shit, pretty
0: oh. as fuck, bro.
1: <laughs> Bro, nobody's nobody would have. Do you know why it's whack? Because nobody would have knew that if you didn't tell them. If you gotta yeah. tell somebody, it's like if somebody was like, "Hey, <laughs> shoot a picture of you like this is somebody," and you gotta explain it to them. It's like, bro, it's not that it's not that funny. <laughs> you had to explain it to me why this is a diss. It's not that funny. I should be able to see it and know. Oh shit, it's taking shots. Like, if, if, if they if they did that and had like three diamonds. That were like red, mm-hmm. that would be a, a much more effective disc. Like, ooh, that three, that that three means you know what that three means. That means yeah. twenty eight three. But two hundred eighty three is like, bro, you whack. Like you, Damn. you sound like you sound like the rich kid who got a Ferrari from his dad and said, let me put spinners on it so everybody can know I'm cool. No, dude, you're whack. Stop. Oh, no man. Just keep... Oh no. What? It's a lot of fucking diamonds, man.
0: That's a lot of fucking. <laughs> like if I had a ring with two hundred eighty three diamonds, I'd be like shit. I
1: mean, the, the the ring itself is is amazing. The the gesture is super whack to me. No, no. Super whack I'm petty
0: as fuck, bro. I? I do some shit like that. <laughs> and I make oh. sure I wear that shit at goddamn uh, Follies of Magic City.
1: Before know? I go, uh, I gotta say one thing. Before I go, if you're not watching it. Uh, this is going to come out tomorrow, but if you, if you didn't watch it last night, please watch the 30 for 30 Celtics-Lakers two-parter. Part 1 at 8, part 2 at 10. Watch that shit tomorrow night, tonight. Go on ESPN 30 for 30. Find out how you got to watch it because this, kids, this is where a finals matchup is like. Oh, mm-hmm. uh, Yeah, um, some a classic shit. True.
0: It's definitely some classic shit, man. So yeah, you got anything else you need to pump? Anything going on? I'm nah, on saying uh,
1: nothing really right now. Um, I did an interview with Zane Lowe for Digital Trends, which was like, like a bucket list because he's like the, he's like one of the best music interviewers in the game. But besides that, nothing really, man. Like just trying to like, I know I know we working, man. So we going we got something for them coming up. But personally, oh, not, nothing right now, man. We're trying to stay low into the into the rest of the um, festivals.
0: Shit, that's what's up, man All right, man Well, I appreciate y'all for listening And uh, y'all can get at me, CL At TheRundown.com You can email me any questions, suggestions Contact uh, You can get at Keith At Just Air. You can get at me, at CL, the Main Event on Twitter Or at the Rundown South on Twitter And we out here Peace yeah, if you ain't know the deal I you know now